Hi, everybody. This is Jackie Schwab with the Press Play Lifestyle Inspired Podcast, where we do interviews with people like Bonnie on topics to help our listeners, that's you, find the resources, tools, and support they need to be their best inspired self. So how are you today, Bonnie? I'm doing great, Jackie. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know it's like late in the day for us here. So I really appreciate you finding time in your busy schedule to meet with us and do this interview. It's uh, very generous. So thank you very much. My pleasure. So I loved learning about you. Um, and I guess I'll just ask the question right off the bat. Um, a, could you please tell the users a little bit about yourself? And then B, could you explain what a life cycle celebrant is for me and the absolutely. listeners too? <laughs> absolutely. So I'm a life cycle celebrant, which is another term for a wedding officiant. Uh, when I first heard about life cycle celebrancy, it was through my friend Anita, who I went to high school with, and I was looking on her Facebook page and seeing what she was doing professionally, and she just looked so joyful, and I knew I needed to find out a little bit more about it. So there is a Life Cycle Celebrant Institute that I did some training through, and I found out how to officiate weddings, memorial services, uh, baby naming services. So really, you know, as a life cycle celebrant, I will help people celebrate any aspect of their life that they would like to celebrate. In general, that focuses for me around weddings mostly. I have done memorial services at services as well. And then also, you know, baby welcoming services when people want to just celebrate the fact that they have a new addition to their family. So that's what a life cycle celebrant is. That sounds like a beautiful job. Like it ushering really is. in change in a, like a yes. beautiful way instead of kind of that, you know, you kind of could get freaked out about big change in your life That's or excited. Right. That's right. And for whatever reason, you know, the one of the biggest um, pieces of feedback I get is that I have a calming influence. And, you know, during those times, those are kind of wrapped with, with, uh, you know, a lot of energy. And so having somebody there who's a professional who can help you really highlight those areas that you'd like to highlight and celebrate and, you know, pull the rest of the family in. That's something that I just really love to do, hold space for that. Yeah. You know, I think that people don't realize how important some of those ceremonies are to the other people that are coming. So my couple years ago, my um, my aunt-in-law, so my husband's aunt, she has Downs and she passed away, but she, she was literally like the light in the universe. She was so funny and just super sweet and silly and sassy and just all these wonderful things. And it could have been like a horrible, horrible day. You know, her sister, my, my mother-in-law was really ill. And so she's trying to have plan her sister's funeral while being sick. My and, you know, so there's all this other stuff. And the, the person that officiated her memorial service was amazing. Like they, she had a favorite hula dance song from like the fifties. It was like, you couldn't find it anywhere, but on record, like it was so old. He found it and played it. And my mother-in-law was like, she wasn't even sad. She didn't cry. She was like, so joyous over them taking the time 
to celebrate her sister's life because she would have wanted everyone to laugh and joke and sit on whoopee cushions and be silly. And so that wasn't for her, right? It was for my mother-in-law and her other brother and all the people there. So I do think it, it, like weddings are amazing and can be, can, but they can be stressful. <laughs> um, but it's nice to have someone there to sort of usher in a change that could otherwise, you know, could have been a really negative experience. It was really like one of the most beautiful days I've had in the last five years. I, it was just that beautiful. I love that. I love that you had that experience. And that actually reminded me of one of my weddings. Um, the bride had a brother who had special needs. And during the course of the ceremony, he was calling out and so excited. And we just had it be, you know, it was just part of the ceremony to have that celebration and have him be part of, you know, really an unplanned part of the ceremony. But it was so touching and so, you know, tender. Um, and that's really, you know, why you have a professional there is to kind of roll with what's going to happen and hold that space and, you know, make sure that everyone who's there celebrating is really seen and heard and celebrated. I think that's, that's beautiful. Like to let people almost to give them permission for it not to go right. Like the way their brain had it set up for 40 years or 30 years. Um, so I say that. Um, I, was actually a doula, a labor doula for 15 years. And that was one thing that we chatted about was, um, you know, I'd, I said, okay, well, tell me your dream, what's your dream birth look like? And then, okay, awesome. So these are some of the ways that things might go astray <laughs> and how are we going to deal with that? So yeah. that's the thing is you have this sort of dream of what's going to happen. And then you just take a breath and live in the moment and make that be tangible and celebratory and joyful and and those are the things, it's, it's those little idiosyncratic things that happen during the course of a ceremony that people really remember. I, my favorite part of my whole wedding, it was actually a, a series of unfortunate, amazing events, like the whole day. Um, but my grandfather walked me down the aisle, which is interesting because I have five stepdads, but my grandfather walked me down the aisle and I'd never seen him with teeth, ever. And so he looks at me and he's so, he just, he's like, looks like Elmer Fudd, right? He's this little old guy and he is so like proud and happy and he smiles and I'm shocked. Like I, so I ask a dumb question because I was taken off guard. I was like, where'd you get those? And he's like, what? And I'm like, where'd you get the teeth? He goes like, in my sock drawer. <laughs> I was done for the rest of the, I was like, I laughed the rest of the ceremony. My husband's mom was so mad because it was a, a very like big traditional, all these stuff, Catholic wedding. But it was this like perfect because that's where he got him. He was a man of very few words. And um, but we just went with it. Then my husband's like, why are you cracking up? You know, and I tell him that he's laughing and the priest is doing the like, Shh. I'm like, this is a happy time where I'm going to be happy. You can't make me be sad. But <laughs> so it was a it was a nice it was a nice time. And I love that you included, like, you know, we have a daughter on the autism spectrum and you kind of never really know how she's going to decide to show up at like at a larger event is a little more difficult for her, um, but she's still there and she's still important and she's still trying to, you know, do her best to have a good time. So it's, it's nice to see everyone included. That's beautiful. So another thing you had um, mentioned was that you write tailor-made ceremonies for people 
So could you tell us a little bit about like maybe one of your favorite ones or one that was really crazy? Just kind of give us an idea of what that would look like from you. Sure. So that's really the sweet spot, you know, for me, I mean, uh, there are celebrants and, you know, I could make the choice to just sort of have a template of a, of a wedding, but that's not what brings me joy. And that's not really what I want to sort of put out in the world. And I love that, you know, couples who really want to showcase who they are and create a ceremony that really reflects who they are. Um, you know, we find each other and create the ceremony together and, and honestly, that's another sort of bit of feedback that people give is they think that I've known the couple for a long time because of the time that we've taken to get to know each other and really find those those things that are reflective of them. But one of my favorite ceremonies was, um, I'm from Chicago, I was back in Chicago. There's a small uh, chapel on uh, the campus of Northwestern University. And it you walk in and you feel like you're in the middle of Europe. It's It's a beautiful stone small building, um, just gorgeous. And I was marrying a couple who should have a movie made about them. They're, first of all, they're just beautiful and sweet. And she is a uh, ballet dancer and she works at a chocolate factory. And they met in Paris <laughs> and at like a ugly Christmas sweater party. I mean, it's adorable. And they wanted to get married in this chapel because her grandmother had gotten married there 66 years previous. And so um, grandma was there and we do a ritual called a ring warming ritual where members of the family or friends, whomever you'd like to kind of highlight, come and form a half circle facing the guests. And then the ring is held by one person, generally mom, and then dad will put his hands around mom's hands and they'll talk about uh, you know, or I will talk about the parts of their marriage that they would like to bring into uh, the new couple's marriage. And um, mm. grandma was there and she was part of that. And it was just magical. I just needed a minute. I mean, I was thinking, oh my gosh, 66 years ago, she was standing here with her. I know. I'm like, I'm going to get oh my up and I wasn't even there. Totally. And oh. then Part of it was in French. It was just so beautiful. It was so that couple, that time, it was absolutely lovely. So we try and find, you know, little rituals, little ceremonies that really reflect, you know, who the couple might be. And so, you know, for another ceremony, um, I have a friend who uh, was having her vow renewal ceremony. So when people have been married a long time, you know, we'll do a vow renewal around, you know, 25 years, 50 years, whatever people want to do. And um, they had a chocolate tasting ritual. So we had four different kinds of chocolates. One was bitter, one was sweet, one was salty. And we talked about how that reflected different elements of life. And so mm. just having little, little ceremonies that really reflect that couple. I have to call you soon. I'm at 20 years this year. <gasps> I know, right? Jackie, how fun would that be? We'll see. My husband might not be down for it, but we had like the <laughs> best, best wedding ever. And um my grand I was just literally talking to someone else about this today but my I remember my grandmother I got married at 23 and my grandma was freaking out because she was positive I was going to be the crazy old cat lady because that was like taking me so long to get married she's like you gotta nail that guy down because he's like you're so marrying up but she was right I did marry up but <laughs> it was just hilarious so then our first child I was like 28 
I thought my grandma, I thank goodness she didn't, she just recently passed, but she was really, really upset. She's just like, you have to like get this going. Like your eggs are going to get crusty and all cobwebby and they're not going to work anymore. <laughs> like grandma, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Uh, but, but yeah, I thought I, a lot of my friends in my age group, I mean, they're, they're on their second marriages already. And which is, Hey, if you've, you've been more than one person you can love in a lifetime. Wow. Like, I can't believe I found one. I think that's just a miracle in and of itself. So it's so, so beautiful. So um, you sounds like a really neat ceremonies with different kinds of specialty areas. Uh, are you located in, do you travel for your ceremonies? Are you local? Like, how does that work for you? Yeah. So um, I lived most of my life in Chicago, Illinois, and just moved out here uh, to Fort Collins, Colorado, about six months ago. I do oh. travel, so I have, you know, a number of ceremonies back in Chicago, um, and then I have uh, one in Washington State coming up, so I'm happy to travel. I love working with local couples as well, so obviously being new to the area, I'm kind of meeting and greeting everybody nearby, um, which is great. I um, have been getting involved with all the local, uh, you know, vendors, uh, in the area. So, you know, Denver, Boulder, uh, close to me in Fort Collins, Loveland, all of that Longmont. Um, but I am absolutely happy to travel as well. Um, and then another service that I provide is helping just to write the ceremony if somebody else would want to officiate or help with writing vows. So, you know, writing oh. is something that I absolutely love to do. And sometimes, you know, if someone doesn't, if that's not comfortable for people, you know, they just need a little you know, framing of what they might be able to say and, and that kind of thing. So I'm happy to do that as well. That is such a wonderfully specific niche, right? Like, like who would think that, but they'll be, maybe they won't write their vows or they'll just kind of be like, I do, you're great. And <laughs> miss this opportunity to really like share a special moment. I, I, I just think that I love that so much. It's so, so amazing. Thank you. Well, um, before we go on, I was going to say, too, that, you know, I think one of the things that, you know, until you've been married, you don't realize how quickly that day goes. And so, oh, geez. it's so right, fast. One of the things that, <laughs> yeah, it's just in the blink of an eye. So one of the things that I really, really like to focus on is just stopping time, just taking those moments to really take a breath and look at each other and really feel that day. And so having that time during the ceremony to really relish what's going on and really take it in is, is incredible. Oh, you get me all teared up. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> I have a, so I had a funny moment. My wedding was seriously full of all this funny. So that my father passed away this year and it just made me remember he did come to my wedding, but he came late. So we're at the altar and he opened the, I don't know what it's called. I'm a terrible Catholic, but they opened the back door where so the priest is here and then there's like the rectory I think it is right where they come in the back and he had been smoking marijuana and the entire church it was a small little chapel in Hubertus Wisconsin like you could only fit like 50 people in the chapel the whole place filled with pot smoke <laughs> so maybe that's why I was so joyous during the I don't know <laughs> it was like the funniest after the the horse teeth and then my dad comes in after that and I was, I almost fell like in my wedding dress. It rained on my wedding day, both my feet up in the air. My two little bridesmaids, these teeny little ladies, and I'm, I'm not teeny, I'm pretty tall, 
caught me in midair. It was the craziest day. So what is one of your craziest days that you've had as a, as a wedding officiant? Oh gosh. Um, as I'm thinking about that, I was just, you know, I was thinking about you being in the, in the church. So (laughs) I just wanted to mention too, um, a lot of my couples are come from different backgrounds. So, you know, Jewish Catholic, you know, whatever, different faith backgrounds Mm -hmm. or atheist or whatever. And so that's a great opportunity to really find commonalities among people's backgrounds and then really reflect that in the ceremony. Um, But gosh, well, so I was telling you about my friend who had her vow renewal ceremony. Um, I've known her forever and our kids are the same age. Um, And when her kids were little, her little guy, her, her son didn't really talk until he was about three years old. And so we were used to him being just kind of this brooding, you know, guy. And he has grown into just an incredible orator. And her kids both spoke at the bow renewal ceremony. And I'm like thinking Aww. back to when, you know, to Bastiano was little and wasn't much of a talker. So he takes the mic and just blew me away. He was just like, you know, I'm like, okay, I can't follow that. Like you should just, you know, take the rest of the ceremony. But just those those, like situations where people have the opportunity to shine, where they're, you know, they really blow people away. You know, you think about how they kind of present themselves and then they're given the opportunity to really, you know, run with it. And they do. Um, I'm I'm glad you brought up um, the, the, the mixed faith or the atheist or so um, there's a lot of people that I that I know I encounter especially with doing a lot of podcasting who are more spiritual but not necessarily traditionally Mm faith-based and I love the fact that you like overtly point that out like you can have an amazing ceremony and it doesn't have to be about a god right it can be completely about whatever it is you you feel is important for your, for your, your real ritual of, you know, your union. So I, I think that's so nice that you point out, like all are welcome here, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the thing too, is, you know, I think celebrancy has become more popular because, you know, people were kind of moving away from marriage because they were thinking, well, that's not going to represent me to have this traditional marriage, you know, and, and, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I have been very traditional with, you know, many of my ceremonies and I also celebrate people who create their own traditions. And that's honestly so much fun to think about what is really meaningful to you and how do you want that to be represented in your, in your family? And this is, this starts now, this is your marriage. What traditions do you want to create? And, you know, what do you want to, highlight. And it's really a time to get really reflective about where you've come from, who you are together as a couple, and what you want yourself as individuals to be, you know, going forward and who you want to be as a couple. Yeah, thank you. That's so wonderful that you share that. So if people would like to get a hold of you, um, what would be their best avenue? Um, Is there like a web page that you go to or a Facebook group or Instagram? Like how is your preferred method of contact yes is what i will say to that yes i love it yes so what we'll so do if then... you're if you're on instagram it's you know the handle is at chosen with bonnie 
If you're on Facebook, you will find my Life Cycle Celebrant page, Chosen with Bonnie, Life Cycle Celebrant. Uh, if you want to email me, bonnieleenia at gmail.com. You can call me, you can text me. My phone number is 224-714-9396. I do have a website as well, chosenwithbonnie.com. And you can kind of see all the different ceremonies, the couples, the, you know, get a little sense of my writing. So I wanted to say to Jackie, the, the process mm -hmm. uh, to do this is, you know, you reach out, you let me know when you're getting married, hopefully I'm available at that time. And then we can set up a couple of ways to chat. You know, we can chat over the phone, we can FaceTime, we can meet in person. And during that initial meeting, which is free, free of charge, you know, we just get a sense of each other and we talk about, um, you know, who you are, what you're looking for, all of that. Um, prior to meeting, I always send along a few goodies, one of which is um, samples of my writing. The next is a possible flow, an outline for your wedding. The next is rituals, you know, different things that we can choose to flesh out the wedding. And I also send along my contract, just in case we love each other and we wanna just move forward from there. So during that initial meeting, we'll chat about all those things and if any of those rituals resonated, if we wanna make our own traditions. And then um, after that initial meeting, if people wanna move forward, they sign the contract, they send along a retainer, and then I will send along a questionnaire. It's very comprehensive. If people like to write, they can fill that out. And I love getting those questionnaires back because it's incredible. I mean, people really reflect on who they are, how they met, the proposal, all of that. If people prefer not to write, I'm happy to interview them. And then it's all that goodness that I take to create a ceremony. And it's usually a turnaround time of about three weeks for people to get their ceremony. And then they have unlimited edits. This ceremony is theirs. So they can cross everything out, start from scratch. Thank God that hasn't happened, but <laughs> they can do it if they want to. Um, and we go through that editing process, editing process, and then we're good to go. Um, I do come for rehearsal if that's something that people want. And then I also send off the uh, marriage license to the county so that people don't have to worry about that. Wow, very comprehensive and nice and very structured. So that probably gives people a lot of comfort that you're, you know what you're doing and they are in good hands with you. So that's, that's awesome. Wow, thank you so much. Um, so we will put in the show notes, we'll have all of your contact information and how everyone can get a hold of you. And um, is there any parting words you'd like to offer to the audience? Thank you for the opportunity and people who are listening, I want to marry you. I want to create a ceremony that reflects who you are, includes your family and your friends and creates memories for you. Oh, I want to get married again. That's <laughs> Well, thank you. Yeah, she does that too. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Bonnie. I really appreciate your time and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Thank you, Jackie. Bye. Bye-bye.